0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. I recently learned uh, an interesting fact about the Red Blacks. I learned that their team name is spelled using entirely capital letters. Brad teaches me something new every day. Red Blacks. Yeah. So, That's so is it is the rule that I have to scream. Red blacks? No, I think that would likely annoy people at some point. But you just screamed, so yeah, for the one time. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like a one and done. Yeah, I don't want to continue that. We've got Dave Campbell, who probably will not scream at us, color analyst for the Edmonton Eskimos, right here on six thirty shed. He's here to give an update on game day. Hey, Dave. (laughs) Red
1: blacks. We set you up for that, didn't we? Yeah, you did. I the the door was wide open, I went right through it as you should, Dave. So uh, so have you have you spoken
0: to the Eskimos? How, what's the vibe tonight?
1: Well, I haven't spoken to them yet today. I spoke to them yesterday during the walkthrough and, uh, or after the walkthrough, and uh, you know, I think there's uh, a lot of focus on this game, and uh, I, I think you go back to uh, the game last week in Calgary. That uh, that was a, a real bitter taste in, in the Eskimos' mouths, losing that game by a score of 24-18, a game where they probably should have won But, uh, you know, they they really focused this week on not dwelling on that game, and they didn't really speak about it during the the media sessions this week, didn't really speak about it yesterday as well. So it's onward and upward, and they're ready for the Red Blacks tonight.
0: Yeah, David, I mean, uh, with last night's result between the Stamps and the Blue Bombers, the Blue Bombers taking... First place in the West. This is uh, this is a big game. I, every game is a, is an important game, but this really is a big game for the for the Eskimos to to get a chance to uh, to climb in the standings a little bit and uh, get some momentum going.
1: Yeah, I mean you look at the standings now, Brad, and it is still early, but still you want to keep pace. They're right now in third place, tied with the Riders, and depending on what the Riders do tonight, they could be they could be in uh, in fourth position in the West. So yeah, this is a this is a big game to keep pace with. Uh, Both, or with the with the Stampeders who are at five and three, then you want to keep nipping at the heels for first place, and that's the Bombers right now at six and two. So, for sure, you mean they they don't want to uh, they don't want to slip down the you know the the rung of the uh, or the uh, ladder of the Western Division too far here. Even though, like I say, it's still relatively early, but it's important for I think the Eskimos to keep pace and important to maintain that home dominance which they've had uh, this season. They're three and zero at home. They play comfortable at home. They play really well at home. So, yeah, I think this is a very important game to kind of hold serve here.
0: We all know the story by now, Dave. Uh, the offseason acquisitions, Greg Ellingson, Trevor Harris, Sir Vincent Rogers coming over from the Red Blacks. Uh, Sir Vincent Rogers obviously injured for most of the season. But the one thing I liked hearing from uh, quarterback Trevor Harris is that he's not focused on beating his former team. It's all about just winning for the club he's currently
1: with. Yeah, yeah, and you know, maybe I was a bit surprised by that answer. Like, I maybe expected a little bit more glowing remarks towards his former team, and he just totally dismissed it and said, Hey, I, I'm an Eskimo now, and that's all there is to it. And even yesterday, when there was some, uh, there was a report from, uh, or a story from Tim Baines, who writes for the Ottawa uh, Citizen, he's the Red Blacks beat writer, and he came out with some comments that were made from Antoine Pruno, who's an original Red Black going back to 2014, one of their most popular players and one of the best players on defense and said you know trevor harris wasn't accountable he kept blaming the offensive line blaming receivers that sort of thing and trevor harris yesterday said i i'm surprised he would say that but you know i don't want to talk about it so you know his focus is tunnel vision it's on his team it's on the opponent tonight and i also think there's a tinge of uh i wouldn't say bitterness but there was uh probably not uh not uh, some good feelings uh within Trevor Harris uh, about his former team. It was a tough negotiation with the uh, general manager, Marcel Desjardins, and I would include the owner, Jeff Hunt, in there as well. You know, I, uh, Trevor Harris has always said that before this season, if you wouldn't mind staying in Ottawa and you know, being a, a red-black for the rest of his career, but it didn't work out that way. And, you know, same with Ellington, same with uh, Sir Vincent Rogers. And, um, I think there's maybe a tinge of, well, we feel a bit scorned by our old team, so, you know, we're going to, you know, we're, we're, I'm sure they're very highly motivated. Like, there's Trevor Harris didn't ignore that there's there's always something to it when you face your former team, but he's not dwelling on it. Dave, what's going on
0: with all the injuries this season? I feel like it's been kind of a, a continuous plague that's hit the Edmonton Eskimos.
1: Yeah, the 2017 or 2019, I'm confused because this is what I saw two years ago. You're having flashbacks. Year. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how many guys are on the six-game injury list now. It's... uh it's probably near 14 or 15, somewhere in that range. And uh, it's, yeah, it, it, you know, they're getting some quality guys back tonight. They're getting Greg Ellingson and DeVaris Daniels back on the receiving core and then getting uh, Don Yanamba in the linebacking core and Anthony Orange uh, in the secondary. Both of them are off the six game injury list. But then you add Calvin McCarty, you know, longtime fullback. He's on that list now and Martise Jackson and and uh you you know it's just it just doesn't end it, you know it's 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 unbelievable like uh, you o'neill the punter uh was having a great year probably the best year of his cfl career uh, and he's on the 6 16 injury list so sean white has to do all three kicking duties now so i i can't explain it um it, it's just you know two years ago it, it was kind of an eskimo problem because they were the only team in the league really dealing with this stuff but now you know a lot of teams are dealing with the injured with the injury bug and the Peters have almost as many injuries as, as the Eskimos, for example. So I'm not sure what it is. And, you know, I, I did read uh, about a week or so ago about, you know, is there, is there something to the fact how, uh, of how the, the athlete trains now? Because every athlete, I mean, they're training their bodies as, like, they're so finely tuned that these muscle injuries like broings and hamstrings and, and Achilles injuries, it can happen in a moment's notice. And we saw another Achilles injury last night with the stampede Peter's Wilmar Boris suffering two Achilles injuries in the last year. That's unbelievable. I, he came back quick from the first one. I, I hope he'll come back at some point from the second one. But, uh, and also the playing surfaces. You know, you know, I think a lot of people are concerned are the surfaces that were playing on this artificial turf, um, or, is it, is, or the field turf, is it a little bit too sticky at times too? So, you know, I don't know what it is, but there's still enough shoulders and knees and, and you know, the the, uh, and the kind of the structural uh, damage uh, as well to players that uh, are, are concerning. And, hey, yeah, it's, it's a violent game. Football's a violent game, and you can't avoid it sometimes. But the Eskimos are certainly feeling the injury quite severely.
0: Dave, you mentioned the return of Ellingson and Daniels, but we also know that this week the Eskimos had to trade Kenny Stafford to try to bring in uh, some sort of substantial return game, something the Eskimos have been trying to find for years now. But with the with that return of Ellingson and the return of Daniels, what can we expect from that, you know, a tweaked but a, a new look wide receiver core tonight uh, against the Red Blacks?
1: Well, I think as much as it was about replacing or finding a replacement for Marquise Jackson, and finding an upgrade in the return game with Kristen Jones, I think it was made because they had enough depth in the receiving court to 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 say, okay, we'll give you Kenny Stafford. Kenny Stafford's a tough loss, I'll tell you. Like he loved Edmonton, uh, you know. He's been here for the last uh, few years. He had one stint in uh, in Montreal back in 2016, but you go back the last you know four or five years, he's been you know primarily an Eskimo, and it's tough to see a guy like that go. But they had the they had the room to do it, and then when you have DeVaris Daniels, who you signed in the off season, and he was one of your higher priced uh, free agents, and um, you know, and when you looked at the start of the season, he was number two behind Greg Ellingson when you projected it. You know, I mean, Ricky Collins Jr. is now the leading receiver. No one expected he was going to have that good of a year, but DeVaris Daniels was in your top three receiver group, where Kenny Stafford had to win a job. So. Kenny Stafford became expendable, but that opens the gate for DeVaris Daniels to come back in the lineup because he was kind of caught in the ratio because they had to go with three American offensive linemen, and that and mean, that meant they had to go with two receivers in the receiving core that were Canadian. Well, they couldn't find the room for DeVars Daniels, and you know, also as you know, this is a factor too that Daniels struggled with some injuries. So he has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. Like that, there's just no no. You know, no way of, of sugarcoating it. Like, he has to stay healthy. They do have depth behind him, and Kevin Elliott, who had a pretty good game uh, against the Calgary Stampeders, and they got Josh Stangby, who's a former Ottawa Red Black, who's, who's around and healthy as well. But, you know, if, if if Daniels becomes injured again, then that hurts their depth, and that's where you had Kenny Stafford that was available and and uh, was able to step in and, and do very well. But they needed someone in that kick-return game, and they like Kristen Jones. And unfortunately, you got a gift to get, and it was Kenny Stafford's—you know—Kenny Stafford's, uh, you know, Kenny Stafford's uh, uh, time to go. So, but like I say, the depth on this team, as, as the depth two years ago was pretty good, the depth this year has been remarkably better. Dave, before I let
0: you go, uh, I just want to ask you, you know, in, in a league that is quite frankly, I mean, it's, it has to be one of the most unpredictable leagues on a week-to-week basis. Uh, what do you think fans can expect, both watching at the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium or watching at home? Uh,
1: what can we see tonight? Well, I, I think you're going to see what the Eskimos have done all year, and that's be a stifling defense. And you know, When you look at the Red Blacks, uh, led by Dominique Davis, who um, you know, it's it's there hasn't been a very good offensive performance uh, from this offense. And I know he missed a couple of games uh, uh, a few weeks back. But, you know, overall, this is not an offense that's going to scare you anymore. They just, they're just they just not. You know, they got a decent running game, but uh, they don't get very much out of the passing game. And the Eskimos have so many exotic fronts that they're going to show and looks in behind the, the front four, front seven, that I think, you know, the defense is going to have a good day. I, I really believe that. Uh, offensively it's about not hurting themselves it's not it's about executing when you need to execute not taking the 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 penalties that take you out of drives or take you out of field goal range or in a position to score and the special teams is the area that i'm really worried about Uh, i was worried about it going to calgary last week just because there were changes and you had players that don't, don't have a lot of experience playing special teams well we got the same thing again today and you're adding a, a new kick returner, Kristen Jones, which you're excited about. But you have new players in the punt cover unit and in the kickoff cover unit. And you have a guy by the name of Devontae Dedman uh, that will be standing and, 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 and taking those uh, kick returns and, and, and punt returns. Who only you know, recorded 382 kickoff or combined return yards last week and had a punt return and a kickoff return touchdown. So you know, that, that's the worrisome part for me. Is uh, can the special teams hold? Can the special teams weather the injuries? Can Sean White be effective as a kickoff specialist and as a punter? We know he's a really good field goal kicker. So to me, I think the defense has got to lead the way again, but the offense has to put uh, has to step up to the plate and be a good support of the defense and really, you know, and, and carry the day too. I mean, I you know the Ottawa defense I think is good, but I don't think they're you know I think there are a lot of Deficiencies in their secondary, and you know, I think they're they're they they're not a, they're not an all-12 I would say capable defense. They have good parts, but I think there's a lot of holes there. So um, I think the Eskimos offensively can have this can have their way against the Redblacks. But you know, it 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 and this happens more on the road than at home. It really seems like the Eskimos can't get out of their own way. It's tough enough to play a quality opponent, and it's tough enough to play yourself as well. But at home, they seem to play with a different confidence and swagger.
0: Dave, thanks for taking the time, and have a good call tonight, my friend.
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Morgan. Take care. That is Dave
0: Campbell, color analyst of the Edmonton Eskimos, right here on 630 Chet. It's the Red Blacks, Eskimos, down at the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Kickoff show starts at 6. Game gets going at 8 o'clock.